Welcome back to Yang Speaks, everybody. It's your favorite non-Andrew Yang co-hosts coming at you every Thursday. This is Zach Brownman and Carly Riley. As a fun reminder, I think this is our second to last time we're going to do this, Carly, because... Or a not-so-fun reminder. Well, maybe it's not that fun. We have a lot coming down the pike starting October 5th, guys. Andrew's book's coming out, and we've got a new studio. We've got new guests. We've got Yang coming back. Whole bunch of fun stuff coming out. Twice but on a week. Today's ep- What's that? He's coming back twice a week. That's what you Twice mean. a week. Well, he's going to be all day, every day. There's going to be the too much Yang. constantly. <laughs> Just can't get rid of him. Um, but on today's episode, folks, we got a couple things. As usual, we want to cover what the media is not covering well enough. Um, either they're not covering at all or they're not covering very well. Let's put it that way. Um, so three things we want to talk about. We want to talk about Facebook apparently being aware of how bad it is and being caught knowing how terrible it is for teenagers and what that means. I feel like the media is covering that. Is it covering that? I would think that. I think it's covering that, but I don't think the right perspective is caught or covered. Um, uh, The media is covering these, but I think they're, they're not covered the right way. Uh, The second one is uh, maybe less covered is El Salvador is essentially just moving to Bitcoin for its citizens. Well, it's made it legal tender. It's made Bitcoin legal tender. Yeah. El Salvador Bitcoin is happening. And, the mayor of San Francisco, who has the strictest mask mandates in the country, essentially got caught without one and then doubled down on it. And I want to talk about it. So let's dive in. Facebook under fire this week. Anytime it's tech in the news, we like to get in there. Um, so a couple of things happened. Wall Street Journal, give them some credit. Dove in uh, two scathing reports on Facebook. Uh, one was less covered than the other. One was that apparently Facebook has a private registry of very important people, celebrities, politicians, who are kind of exempt from their strict content posting rules that govern all of us. That didn't get a ton of news. That makes sense to me as a for-profit company, frankly. I hope Andrew Yang was on that for a little bit. Maybe get, I don't know, uh, whatever that means. That's not the point. The bigger one was that Facebook's, this was big, Facebook own researchers had documented the psycho, psychological dangers of Instagram, which Facebook owns, of course, that, that Instagram posed to teenagers, specifically teenage girls. And the quotes were this. We, Instagram, make body image issues worse for one in three teen girls. Teens blame Instagram for increases in the rate of anxiety and depression. The reaction was um, unprompted and consistent across all groups. And internal studies showed that among teens who reported suicidal thoughts, 13% of British users and 6% of American users traced the desire to kill themselves to Instagram, which is sad. You know, my first thought when I heard some of this was I'm actually surprised it's not more in terms of like one in three girls say Instagram make their body image issues worse. I, I would be surprised if it's not actually higher than that, right? Like that's what's reported or that's who will say it. But like, it's hard to imagine any woman, especially a teenager, right? Who's on Instagram seeing all of the versions of bodies that people want them to see and they're not mm-hmm. feeling more insecure. Uh, Let me ask you so, this, um, as from a woman's perspective, because um, I'm, I'm not a woman. Um, if it's not Instagram, like I feel like Facebook and Instagram have just accelerated what was already a thing. Like if it wasn't Instagram, it was MTV. If it wasn't MTV, it was magazines. If it wasn't magazines, yeah. it was fashion shows. Like, uh, like I think part of the like distinction insecure here, though, teenage girls and guys, but in this case, teenage women are going to be insecure and their self-reporting in some of this, this study um, 
is that is this is this the scapegoat for something that a lot of teenage girls go through with or without Instagram, or do you think this actually accelerating making it worse? Oh no, I definitely think it's accelerating it. I think the number the the number of hours people are spending on Instagram is mm-hmm. I think a is just more than the number of hours people were spending. Yeah, on MTV, probably, or or on magazines. The other thing is, in, in some cases, it's your peers, right? So like now mm-hmm. you're not just comparing yourself to Kim Kardashian or, you know, Kendall, who you can say, okay, but they're photoshopped and they're famous and whatever. Now you're looking at the version, like your friends' versions of what they want to present themselves as, or as people your age, right? Or people who feel like more like, quote unquote, normal, who are also just presenting their most idealized self in most scenarios, right? And or who themselves could be face tuning or airbrushing. Cause that's the other piece of this is the is the way that filters impact this. Like the filters yeah. people put on Instagram. And so I think that takes it to a whole nother dimension is now you're also comparing yourself to people who are supposed to be normal, but who are also probably uh doctoring things. And and it it, it just it absolutely makes it worse than just MTV or or magazines. Yeah. Okay. And that makes sense. And I think it's one thing to know that there's the hot girls in school um, and and not be invited to their parties or go to their parties and seem, you know, looking hot every once in a while. It's another thing to see it every day. Yeah. The pictures and 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 the the like thing. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that that honestly, like, I think the likes are a huge part of all of this, right? Like I can't imagine if I had been a teenager when, well, I guess, you know, I had Facebook and likes were sort of a part of that, but like, it's just a whole new level now, right? Like if I were was 13 and 14 when like Instagram and like culture, I, I just think it would be really, really hard. So I don't know what the answer is here. I mean, I know there were there were uh, proposals put up, I think by the employees when they were fined of, of Facebook, when they were finding this stuff. But I definitely think we should be protecting kids. I guess this in some ways ties to the conversation you and I had last week about China banning video games past yeah. three hours or limiting video games to three hours. Like we need to have protection against what kids are seeing now you know how do you protect them from seeing their friend looking hot i don't really know but what, what are your thoughts well here's my general thoughts all right i think face facebook to me is pandora's box and we have opened that shit um this company has found a business as has the ability the tech ability to connect the entire world and it is incentivized in doing so by making a profit um, it has four private motivations and therefore it is incentivized right now um, by controversy, by engagement, by people talking. So um, I think maybe this is stupid. Maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like this is bigger than Zuckerberg. I feel like Zuckerberg and the Facebook executives don't, I don't think any human could possibly fully understand the beast that they have created. It's mm-hmm. taking down governments. It's destroying us from the inside. You know, we used to talk about too big to fail. I think this thing's too big to run. Like it's so, so big. It's larger than almost every country. Um, and it's making us, I mean, the studies are crazy. Um, now, Facebook did put out a response, which I thought was funny. Um, oh, funny, and a couple of things. One, Facebook refuses to admit publicly that social media ever causes harm. What mm. they will say is that social media studies are inconclusive. Um, but there are no objective peer-reviewed studies that are showing social media doing anything positive for mental health. Um, right. Those don't exist. But there well, what are. Is the, what is the advantage to them of not saying, yeah, we get this is a mixed bag? Because then they feel like they have to say what they're doing about it? Well, then they would have to say we're creating okay. evil or creating something that's, net, you know, their, their mission is to connect the world and do positive things to the world. And let's be real. We know that Facebook and the internet, we like it, like in many, many ways, we all use it. It does do a lot of good. There's plenty of yeah. good that comes from the internet um, and social media. 
but I do think it's weird to say with a straight face that there, there's no, it's inconclusive. That just seems so bizarre. Test. Like any, it doesn't pass but, the smell test. Like I didn't need a study to tell me this was bad for, for women's mental health. Yeah. Like, well, the other thing that they said, Carl, was that, um, and I actually kind of agree with this. They're like, like you're calling, they're saying you're calling us irresponsible, but the real res- irresponsible thing to do would actually not do our own research on this, which I do agree with. If they fundamentally didn't care, they wouldn't be running studies. Now, maybe they're doing these studies to check a box. I'm not sure. Or they're doing the studies do- to like, I don't know, know what they have to have like counter messaging for. Like, I think why, if they're not are, going to do anything about it, what or, or even acknowledge the problem, then why are they doing the studies? Well, that's my point. I do think they do some things because there are, it's a big ass company, but there are some human beings within that company that try. There are plenty. There are you a know, lot. Yeah, sure. yeah, right. absolutely. Um, but the realistic thing that I'm getting at, my point is, why should they? Like, you know, we could say, I'm not saying they should from a moral standpoint, but the only reason you could argue that Facebook employees and leadership should try to not ruin people's mental health is one, their moral obligation, like like their own ethics and code, which is not incentivizing that company at all. Um, and that company is designed to cut the other way and just make money and not care. Um, and then the other one is really just to navigate PR crises. And how does that work? All he has to do, um, and then maybe you the government as a third, but um, or, or new regulations. But right now, all Zuck has to do is navigate each crisis one at a time, duck his head in the attention economy until our attention span goes somewhere else. That is literally all he has to do. And then he gets to go back to printing cash and ruining our minds. Have you seen among the people who hate Zuck and hate Facebook and absolutely think they should be doing more, like what the call, like what the like proposed solutions are? Because I do think it is a really hard thing to combat without completely just killing your product like your product is selling aspirationalism <laughs> like you're, you're selling the very thing that's causing the problem i am not an expert in this neither is andrew we have had some guests on that are yeah. close to experts or experts in their own lane we have talked about a lot of like um a lot of solutions um any the solutions can go from helping people profit off their data um switching from a um, to like a Netflix model, like a subscription model, and maybe the government paying for that as a transition. But how does that help Facebook? with girls' self-esteem issues is what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, then then it gives Facebook, like trying to change the incentives for Facebook, because right now the algorithms are right designed for engagement. Um, and there's ways that if that starts to go away, you can... Now, it doesn't always help if girls want to go look at other women to feel insecure because they want, you know, well, because they're, yeah, let's be clear. It's not, yeah, they can seek it out. They're not trying to feel insecure, but yes, I understand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a, yeah, yeah. You know, um, um, but my, there are, and then there's others. There's plenty of congressmen and women that have said we should break them up. There's, um, here's my idea. My idea is, is I do think we have to regulate it because I, we talked about this last episode. Uh, it's unacceptable to me to do nothing. Um, I don't know what you can do, but my first thing, is uh, my suggestion is Facebook free Fridays. I can't remember where I got that from. I don't think it was a Yang thing. Maybe it was Facebook free Fridays. Just try it one day. And that's just Facebook. It's you're just off. I don't know. You have to find a way, but probably all social media. Um, and you could get the tech giants in a room and probably hammer out a way to make it fair. In so some like way. make them required to like what shut down on Fridays? Shut down. Yeah. Oh God, I don't know. It feels like there's like literally like the military has like social media strategies. Like we can't like, do you know what I mean? Like the military tracks social media usage in Facebook like, and turn off. On there that is zone. an off button. I'm sure. And no, that's I know, but I'm, I'm wondering if that's button? like what we want. Is there an off button? Is okay. There an off button? 
Well, here's like, here's something that I want question. to highlight that I, I actually that is connected to this conversation, and, and it's a shout out to Jamila Jamil, who's the actress from The Good Place. She's a big activist, uh, and she I know has worked and lobbied so that I believe it's it's accounts with, with you know associated with people under the age of eighteen, and specifically women, but I, it applies to everyone. Uh, aren't shown ads for weight loss products. Um, because that's, you know, as we talk about body image, that's part of it too, is you have girls seeing like tummy tea, right? Which are really basically just like diuretics that make you go to the bathroom a lot. And like, that's like, just really harmful things and and reinforcing this idea of like, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight Mm -hmm. to a population that's already very vulnerable to feeling like they need to be thinner or need to be whatever, right? Need to be hotter. Um, so I'm super in support of that. That very much feels to me like, you know, you can't advertise cigarettes to kids. Um, so I know she was she was a, a huge voice in that. I believe successfully got that put in place on Instagram where they, they weight loss products cannot advertise to people. Good for her. So that's awesome. Um, I think, you know, depending on, on, you know, where we are with, with all of that, doubling down on some of those kinds of initiatives definitely would be positive. I think it's one of the reasons why Andrew doesn't like when we keep talking about, oh, this solution be this solution would be great. Because the reality is in order for things to get done and either t- right now it takes heroes to actually do it. It takes someone like Yang to stick his hand in the freaking running machine and run for president with um, mm-hmm. everyone laughing at him. It takes someone like who you just mentioned, Jamil, who's, um, what's her name? Jamila, sorry. Jamila. Uh, um, to like do a Herculean effort to get Congress to actually take some out. Like that's what it takes right now. And that's right. because government's not working. And that's a lot of reasons why he's, um, doing what he does and, and why we love him. So Facebook free Fridays. We'd love your thoughts. Hit me up. This podcast is sponsored by Helix Sleep. I've always been a mattress guy because I figured if I'm going to do something for up to eight hours, maybe I should do it right. And Helix Sleep lets you do it right by sending you one of 20 unique mattresses that's tailored for you. I took the Helix Sleep quiz, takes only a couple minutes, and I was matched with a Helix Dawn mattress because I wanted something that felt firm and I sleep on my back. That mattress is exactly what I needed, but strangely enough, my kids now seek out that mattress in the house and want to sleep on it even though I did not order it with them in mind. If you have a high quality mattress, it is a game changer, a huge difference maker. Don't take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It is even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com yang. That's helixsleep.com yang. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Carl, is in your wheelhouse. But I saw this headline, oh, and I think yeah, I'm talking about it. I saw that El Salvador had, I think the number was 1.6 million people have a Bitcoin wallet in a country of six million people. Um, so, uh, yeah, I can I nuts. can speak to um, this. So please tell me what's happening, what they're doing, and why yeah. should, we should care. Yeah, I'm I'm super 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 excited about this. 
as you might imagine, if you know anything about me, which is that I love crypto. Um, So essentially, back in June, the El Salvadorian El Salvadorian president announced that Bitcoin he was he was going to put a motion in place or a law in place basically um, for Bitcoin to become legal tender in El in El Salvador um, and that just recently went into effect so it is officially legal tender you can go to a McDonald's in El Salvador and you can buy a hamburger with Bitcoin you use a QR code wow. like people are doing this every day and you actually are required like businesses are required to accept Bitcoin now there are some exceptions like there are certain businesses that haven't gotten set up with it yet etc they're not being penalized but it is official legal tender. So Law I think the land, Bitcoin. I'll give you the brief history here, right? For folks who don't know, um, El Salvador uh, is a very poor country. You have a tremendous number of people who live on like less than 4,000 USD a year. Um, about 25% of their GDP is uh, remittance payments, I think they're called, but basically people, expats living outside of El Salvador, sending money back into the country. That's 25% of. Jeez. Their GDP. You have people who have left El Salvador or left a country in South America and now are somewhere else earning a living and sending money back to their home country and to their family. That's one scenario. Yeah. The second scenario is you have people who are still in that country but work for a company that's in a different country. So, for example, I am working with somebody now who's based in Argentina who was working for a US based company and was getting paid in crypto. Because the alternative was to get paid in USD and then to transition those to pesos where he was, the central bank would take a huge cut of his money. So it, mm. it, taking it in crypto was a way to maximize his salary. So that's mm. common without, throughout South America. That was, you know, a huge part of, of GDP was coming from those kinds of funds in El Salvador specifically. But I think there's to take a step back even further, the very brief history of call it money in El Salvador, very, very brief is they had a currency called the Cologne, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it fell subject and fell prey to what a lot of these currencies do, which was high rates of inflation after a civil war in like the late 70s, early 80s. In 2001, El Salvador adopted uh, US dollars as like a legal tender. And that has been like the primary currency in El Salvador now for the last 20 years. Um, but you have the U.S. printing U.S. dollars uh, like crazy and then controlling the circulation in and out of El Salvador, which was causing a lot of problems for the country. They were very at the whims of the United States and our central banking system. Mm. Um, 70% of, El, of, of folks in El Salvador uh, are unbanked, right? So the president of El Salvador has now come out and talked about this quite a bit because you have all sorts of folks mad that Bitcoin is being made legal tender, mostly folks who have a vested interest in the dollar continuing to be a, a, a you know a prominent currency in El Salvador. And the president was like, look, y'all had 20 years to help get more of our people into the like traditional financial system and you did not do it. You don't get to complain now that we're finding another uh, another route. Um, the thing that I'm, I'm sort of most excited about this is simultaneous to it, there the government is funding educational programs, crypto education for individuals and institutions around the country. Um, mm. That I think is awesome. It's like financial literacy in general, right? Um, and so that's super exciting. The other thing, this is wild, that they say they're doing is that they are going to be mining Bitcoin using heat power from their volcanoes 
So they're using their volcanoes, they're claiming, to mine Bitcoin. And then the president has said that Bitcoin will be used to invest in infrastructure projects around the country. So like this guy Bukele seems incredibly for, you know, whether this works or not, I mean, he's bold. And I think it's really, really interesting what he's doing. He's also incentivizing investment in Bitcoin in the country. He's saying you'll get permanent resident status if you invest more than three Bitcoin in El Salvador. Mm -hmm. So you can, and that includes like real estate. So you can buy a, a house in El Salvador. Um, and okay, get, pause. Get We're buying a house status. in El Salvador for some Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is, look, I think when El Salvador is in, it has more financial literacy education on a public level than the United States of America. We have a bit of a problem. Um, but this is what you've been talking about with crypto, Carly, which <laughs> crypto, Carly, this is what you've been talking <laughs> about with crypto, Carly, uh, in that there's a world where a country like El Salvador who probably missed the boat on financial market boom of the past 100 years or so um, is now able to get access to the next one because of yeah. uh, the way technology is making this more accessible. Am I right? Well, and for seizing the opportunity, right? I think that's, that is what I'm yeah. so excited about. And, Amazing. you know, I've been doing these like info sessions on zooms and things uh, because I do want to get more people into this space because I think we're at this really pivotal moment and we will be for at least a little while longer, right? Where you have an opportunity to like, change the fates of people in really prominent ways because of this technology and because of the wealth it's going to create wealth will be lost as well. Make no mistake about it. But I think, um, I think it's incredible. I, I love that he's trying something here. I mean, you know, I, I hope it works out for them. And um, I, I yeah. think it's really exciting. I, I love that he's embracing it. So many countries are, are, you know, trying to overregulate it and they don't even understand it. So uh, well, hats look, off to El Salvador. Hot top El Salvador. ETH is down, but I'm um, I'm still buy very bullish. Dip. Oh, we're buying buy the dip. The dip. Uh, uh, guys, buy crypto. Um, well, hey, hey, now let's do your research, and then if you determine you like, I'm it, not an it. investment professional. This is not official <laughs> investment recommendation. This is not but, a investment. Uh, investment. I think you should buy ETH. Um, okay. The last thing I want to talk about is something that this triggered me. I think it. I'd say it triggered me, um, and I think. Um, the press has been covering it a certain way, but I wanted to um, give um, maybe a lesson from someone who grew up in a Republican-leaning household um, on why stuff like this pisses off Republicans so much. So the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, um, was caught maskless at a club, at a concert, a nightclub. And... Um, now, I want to be very clear. I care less if people wear a mask at a nightclub, especially if you're vaccinated. Like, do you? Okay, this is not a personal thing on that sense. Um, but this is this made a lot of news, both on the left and the right, um, but of course on the right, because San Francisco has the strictest or one of the strictest, I'm, I'm thinking, I believe it is the strictest, um, mask mandates in the country. And they require you to wear a mask indoors at all time. They have since August. Um, and they did a lot before then too, but as of August for the Delta variant. Um, so she was caught in this video, dancing, having fun, having a blast, listening to Tony, 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 uh, who hadn't performed in 20 years, um, which is a very cool concert. Glad she got to go. Looks sick. Um, however, and then when asked about it, this is our leader who made the mask mandates, who's enforcing the mask. 
She, wait, can I? This, this is the part that makes me laugh. I love this part. Do you know what she she called pe- called it? She had, she What'd she, she like clapped back at the quote fun police. The fun police. That's <laughs> fucking you. You're the fun police. Ah. So by you, you mean London Bree? So ridiculous. Her quotes are: "It's sad that this is a story." Because of how awesome this concert was. They had a rare performance. Okay, no, um, I'm going to take no, the other she side said this. this. This isn't Zach, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but she said this. Um, and she said, I was there, I was eating, I was drinking, everyone was vaccinated. I'm not going to sit, put my mask on, sit and put my mask on, eat, put sit. my mask on. These are right. direct the quotes. Point was, she she was, was saying that she had just put her drink down when she stood up to start dancing, but she was still which drinking. Which is not true. I mean, Whatever. just put a mask down, which is not true. It's a long video. She's not, she's not wearing a mask. No one's wearing a freaking mask, which is fine. Um, but this is my point. I want to I want to say something right now. I really want to say something right now. After I just scream, but calm down. For those of you listening that are Democrats, um, and or you have friends that are Democrats, and they say words like this, they say phrases like this because I hear them. I hear them a lot, and the phrase sounds like this: "I just cannot understand how someone could vote, possibly vote for Donald Trump. I just don't understand how someone with a heart who's not an asshole could possibly vote for the Republican Party." And believe me, I'm a Democrat. I've asked these questions myself too. And I hear them often. I'm here to tell you that this moment right now, what this mayor has done is exactly why. That's why. Because I know it sounds stupid, but to a large percentage of this country, that type of hypocrisy is like unforgivable. It's the Jonathan Haidt talking about authority and purity, like the, the values that Republicans really value where people who say what they mean and mean what they say. And they're not going to talk out both sides of their mouth. So if you're the mayor and you're the leader and you say you have to wear a mask inside and then not only do you not do it, but then when called upon it, you pretend it's not a big deal. Okay. I, okay. So I think here's, here's the thing I want to say is again, if you are somebody, the hypocrisy is painful. Like I'm, I'm really a true Democrat, like through and through. So like, I, I really kind of understand where she is coming from. Um, but I will Where say- Where is she coming from? Okay, oh no, I, please tell me. I will get to that. I will get to that. But I was going to okay. say is, uh-huh. if, so if you are a Democrat, right? Like it's not about whether or not you think it's reasonable or not for somebody to vote on election based on this kind of hypocrisy, right? Like the left is going to be like, are you effing kidding me? Like abortion is such a bigger deal than, than this hypocrisy. So what I'm trying to get at is it's not about what you think. That, like you just have to accept that somebody else thinks differently, right? Like I think that's where we break down is like, great. To you, this is not a big deal as compared with abortion. And I would certainly agree with that. Well, no, I'm actually, you took it there. I'm not taking it there. A Republican wouldn't say that. I mean, maybe if they had an abortion conversation, what they would say is that, how could I trust you and your views on abortion when I came and trust you to wear the mask that that you are requiring your own citizens to wear? Like, I can't trust you for anything. You're a liar. You're a hypocrite. And you should not be in charge. That's what a Republican would say. So, but, but, so now let's actually get down to it, right? So, because- the mask rule is not that you have to wear a mask while you eat, right? Like, so when you're you sitting at a table. All times inside. I can read it to you if you'd like. Let's, I mean, what, what are you saying? Be, not while you eat? She's I'm not saying, eating in the movie or in the video. What she is saying, right? Like, I, I think, and I was getting it. I was saying this to you, I think, earlier, right? Like, first of all, of course, I agree. It's totally distasteful. It's like embarrassing it is totally why people shit on democrats because it just feels like this elite mentality which is like you the masses can't handle like 
to like, you know, be responsible enough to go maskless, but I'm special. And like, I understand this is a vaccinated room, so it's fine for me. Like it reeks of all that elitism that is just so like gross to, I think a lot of people, but Republicans really chafe against it. But I do think there's this element of like, all right, you're having a COVID outbreak. You have to set, like, you're trying to set a rule kind of as, as, as far as you can understanding that people are going to break it. Right. But understanding uh-huh. that like, yep. Obviously when people eat, they're not going to be wearing a mask like that. Like in, she's indoor not eating. eating. Okay. And her point is she's that she's eating. just been eating. She's not she even just been drinking. And she's saying she had just been. But no one in that video has a mask on. It's a concert. I don't care they are not wearing a mask. I care right. that you said no one can wear masks and no one's doing it. It's well, indefensible. So it? No, I, I, it's fire. So and it's bad is- leadership. And we should be upset about bad leadership in this country because it's driving us in the ground. I'm so sick and tired of people being like, oh, it's okay. Like, this leader's worse. Like, it, bad leadership, bad leadership. That is a definition of bad leadership. We deserve so better as a is, country. Or so maybe I asking, if we don't. I was, shit. I was asking. But I'm pissed I was off. Asking, we should fight for it. Excuse me. Okay. I was asking you this Sorry. earlier, um, which is what is the punishment if you don't wear a mask inside? So we are trying to look this up. It's county by county. So it's probably county officials like who control like the business permits that focus. But you residents can submit complaints to the department's website if they're not wearing a mask. And the theoretical situation is that they can lose their business license if they don't have masks. Now, it depends on the state. I know in New York- I mean, no, no I'm asking like, about California. I'm asking about in San Francisco where this mayor lives. I'm talking about- like It's enforced on a vague basis. So here's my point. If you're gonna have a, like, if you're gonna be vague about enforcing it, then don't have the rule. And if that's her point, it's like, these rules are stupid. We should be going out having fun and not wearing masks and getting vaccinated. Then don't make the rule. But you're in charge. You made the rule. You've been supportive well, of the rule. Spoken- you tell people to enforce it. Has she spoken on the rule before? Yes. What that's her job. Um, what it's said? her rule. She said, hey, I can send you the website. You have to wear a mask. You must now wear a mask inside at all. Like you must wear a mask indoors in public places, even if you're vaccinated. Done. Period. The end. SF.gov. It's not black. It's not gray. It's black and white. If you want to make, like, don't do the rule. Um, I understand yeah. If she was like forced to do this rule and she's like thinks it's stupid, but there has been no evidence that she's done this or else it wouldn't be a hot take. Um, yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a really bad look. It's a really bad. And look. this is the point I'm like, well, they're like, well, we're, and, and, and Democrats will say this. Well, Trump's more of an asshole. You think this is worse than like, you know, putting kids in cages or things like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that if you're on one side of the aisle and maybe lean right or whatever it is, and you see the left doing this, like, You'd rather have the asshole that's honest with you than the the liar that. But, the, but that Trump's isn't. not honest. Don't know like, what you're the, getting. the funny thing is, like, is, like there's Trump nobody on the right honest who's honest. Those, the folks, I know, but he's not right. So like, like he's like but incredibly they, like, you dishonest. Know, like you say, you say he's not being an educated person who's done their own research and looked at independent sources or lots of news sources. The type yeah. of people you're talking about don't trust the CNNs. They don't trust MSNBC. Sure, but, so but when like, people call him a liar, they don't believe it. Okay, but but. What I'm trying to get at, right, is like it's as easy to see that Trump is lying, right, as it is to see that she's been a hypocrite, right? Because like it, it's literally he will say one thing on a presidential debate stage and like a month later say a different thing on a like you you only you can just be watching what he says and it's clear like he said Mexico was going to yeah. pay for the wall like and then like you know like it, it it's so so 
fucking easy to see that he is lying and speaking out of both sides of his mouth. I think that's what Democrats find frustrating is like, there seems to be this like, like, I think Republicans get really mad at Democrat hypocrisy and somehow like, don't seem to mind conservative hypocrisy. And it's like, huh, this like, like your your level of anger on this feels like, and you are, I can attest, are very much Democrat, but like your level of anger on this feels like so much higher than it is on like a bunch of conservative lies. And I get it because there's like the elitist thing where it feels like you, you guys tell us you're I think so much it's better than the rest of us. Like, direct. like Trump saying Mexico is going to pay for the wall. I'm like, not being able to deliver I probably on that. have a better example. There's, I, I agree. There are like, better examples. He's I'm such not, a liar. I, I think Trump's a scumbag, right? I think, I think he, Trump. He says being, more lies than he says truths. Like he's Trump literally nominating pro life justices after having God knows how many abortions and abusing and being a chauvinist and right, uh, like, of women his entire life. Like there's your hypocrisy, right? I'm not saying like this is my problem. Like this, and this is where we're at now, where it's um, we have this moral relative morality that we have where that look what London Bree has done is morally wrong in my opinion I think a lot of people would say hypocrisy and, and lying that is wrong but then we say well Trump has done other things wrong and he's worse so it's like okay maybe um or maybe, maybe in this case yes course, he is yeah. right like yes but that doesn't make the first one <laughs> less bad it's all dog shit um yeah I mean and- I- I, I just like, I, I, I totally get it. Right. Of course, this was a bad move. Of course, I don't think her, her response to it was professional. Right. I, I just very much see the scenario where it's like, she's got some like health administrator in her ear being like, Hey, Delta variants c- cases are going up, whatever, whatever's going on. Right. And they're like, you know, that, you know, she's got 10,000 things on her, you know, given legislative plate and, or I don't know how the, what the legislation looks like in the mayor's office, but you know what I mean? And you've got the, the health minister being like, all right, we're going to put in this rule that like, Hey, like people have to wear masks indoors. We're just like reinstating the mask thing, you know, like whatever. She's like, yeah, great, whatever. She goes out, she's having a night, she's vaccinated. She's eating and drinking, which is when you're obviously not wearing a mask. She stands up for a minute. She's nursing her drink. She's at a concert, right? Like I, I totally get it's a bad look. I totally get it. Shouldn't have happened. I also totally get how that happens. And like, you know, no, I get how it that was happens. not a it wasn't a one off moment. It was like the mask was nearby. She was not wearing masks that entire concert. And then she doubled down pretending the rules are stupid. The ones that she enforced. And if you're living in a town in this country that watched the whole thing, every small business in that town shut down because they weren't allowed to have people in there during yeah. COVID. Yeah, and had yeah. bend over backwards to have masks. And then watching leaders around the country like say the rules, but they don't apply to them. Yep. Watch the polls. Like Democrats think they're going to hold the hold fort in 2022. They're going to get rocked. And it's because of stuff like this, because Democrats be like, oh, Trump is bad. Things are worse. And other people down the country get fired the fuck up. And that's what happens. And anybody who's like who lives in those states knows what I'm talking about. No, um, I, I get it, too. Like, I, I think I, I do find it a disproportionate reaction compared to other things. And I think that's what's frustrating for Democrats is like, wow, you get so fired up about this. And yet, like, Literally, That's women's fair. lives that being totally fucking fair. destroyed in Texas, and like not a peep, right? Like, fair. I was so, pretty fired up about no, the Texas. No, no, no. I'm not talking about you though. Like, you are again, yeah. but like, I think that in general, like, that's sort of like where I come down on it, and so it just feels like I'm, I, my self righteous feeling is like I'm somehow able to manage to like keep a sense of proportionality around my outrage about it. That doesn't mean I don't mm-hmm. agree that it's ridiculous. I, I mean, the, the the business shutdowns really made me very angry. Um, I think that. Yeah. forcing businesses to close um, and and mess with people's livelihoods like that. I, I I feel very strongly about that as well. I, much more strongly than I do about like 
this mayor not wearing a mask at one night and look and being a hypocrite, though I find that very distasteful. Well, you know what um, the, is the other piece of this puzzle? I know we're beating the dead horse, but there's another piece of this. Like these masks, these rules, these announcements, and then the news cycles that come, they create fear. They make people want to stay home. Yet when our leaders are going out and partying like it's no big deal, like there's the signal. That's the leadership that drives me nuts, where you have folks that are staying home. They're not spending in local stores. They're not going to the bar. They're not going to the uh, museums, whatever it is. And that's hurting the small businesses, hurting the local economy. While to our leader, eh, no big deal. Like uh, fun police. Like it's. Yeah, the fun police line does really feel like, are you kidding me? It just like, <laughs> oh, like if you can't see why that doesn't rile up a whole bunch of people, like you're just. No, I, I do. Just, I do see it. Not you. I'm, you know, collective, yeah, yeah, the, the royal you. Anyway, we've gotten Zach triggered for a day. He's in a relatively <laughs> good mood because the Bills are one and one. Josh Allen's looking a little rocky. It's been a, uh, like we're getting the offense in gear, but the Buffalo Bills defense is out of control, guys. Uh, yeah. we, we blanked the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Those of uh, you live in Miami, squish the fish, baby. Suck it. 35 to nothing on the road. Oh, my oh, God. awesome. Poor John is going to have to do so much volume editing on this because your levels have been uh, possible. But I'll tell you what. Oh, he's putting Let's on the Bills go. hat. Oh, Zach, 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 Zach. You're, you're so blown out. Your Back mic is so Buffalo. blown out. Oh, goodness. This weekend, All right. feeling pretty good. Uh, John, thank you for editing and making me sound good. Guys, we love you. We'll see you next Thursday. We love you for, our, for I guess, our last episode, episode together. Let Thanks us know your comments. Journey. Let us know your comments. If you disagree, hit me in the YouTube section. And hit I me love, on Twitter. I, I, in the beginning of all this, all this, I was reading the comments really religiously. I've been bad about it. I apologize. I do like interacting with you guys in comments. Um, I just got busy with work things and then also like just needed yeah, whatever. to get some feedback. So it was really just like, I was like, oh, okay, there's only so much feedback you want to take on in any given period they've of time. now ended Let's... this podcast no one's still listening but we yeah, love yeah. you we've edited thank it thank y'all for tuning okay. in go bills bye everybody bye